This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. When it comes to your health care coverage, you should be the one to make the call. So call Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. December 31st, 2020. The final OTP of 2020, Amy Wells. How about that? Mike Keith, we made it. Here we are. We're here. And... Um, it's vastly hard to believe from this point one year ago to what the last 366 days have brought because it is a leap year. And 2020 really needed an extra day, didn't it? <laughs> I think not, right? I think not, no. So at this point one year ago, we are two days removed from winning in Houston to entering the NFL playoffs, preparing to go take on the world champion, New England Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and everything. And that was such a fascinating week because the more you prepared, the more you thought the Titans had a chance to win the ball game. As a matter of fact, you know, because we talked about it many times, an NFL season – is really four seasons with all these turns in and of itself. And by the time we had gotten to that point in the year, the Titans really weren't the nine and seven Titans anymore because of Tannehill. They were realistically the seven and three Titans and the Patriots weren't the defending world champions per se anymore. They had not been playing well down the stretch. And you were, you were asking yourself the question, can this be real? Can the Titans go in there and end it? And as you and I and our whole crew got to Providence, which is where we stay when we go to, to play the Patriots, and we talked to people in the media community and around the Patriots, we were convinced that regardless of what happened with win, lose, win the Super Bowl again, whatever, it was over for Brady and Belichick. It was over and done with. So one year ago today, that's what we're preparing for. And that seems like 20 years ago. It does. It feels like a full lifetime ago. As you were talking about that, there were so many things that just hit me as, wow, can you believe that was only a year ago? Can you believe it was only a year ago that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick were on the same team? pushing in the same direction. And the Patriots were one of the most successful franchises that the world had ever seen. And we traveled with the team to Providence and <laughs> we were talking to people in bars to their faces without masks on. Like there's all of these things. And people from other countries. Yep. That was one of the more interesting things about Providence is because Boston, and it was really the same for Baltimore too, but more so in Boston, because Boston is very much on the East Coast, so many people from England and Europe and whatever traveled. And I mean, we probably met a dozen people from the UK and from Germany and who are Titans fans who came over to see the game. And it's really interesting, but now, I mean, you could Nobody from England would be here. You know, there's nobody in the stadiums and 
I mean, it's just baffling that we were having our pictures taken with a couple from England or, you know, people from other parts of the country who had traveled because they wanted to be part of the playoffs. And I mean, there were hundreds of Titans fans in Foxborough and, and by virtue before the game in Providence. And we did a meet and greet there with Titans fans. And I mean, it was a, it was a fantastic time and then go win the ball game. That's the best part. The Titans ended the Patriots dynasty. And when Logan Ryan intercepted the pass and into the end zone with nine seconds to go, and it was obvious that the Titans were going to win, I couldn't even talk on the radio. I had to just sit there for a minute because that's when it all became real. The Titans are eliminating the New England Patriots in Foxborough, and it's over. Now, the Patriots may go on, they may start in 2021 and win 10 straight Super Bowls, for all I know. I don't think they will, but they might. But that era of Patriots football ended that night. And the Titans did it. And it's hard to believe that was actually in this calendar year of 2020 and what came so quickly afterwards. We go to Baltimore, pull one of the biggest upsets in playoff history, go to Kansas City, play Kansas City a good game, just don't have enough. I mean, just, you know, three straight road games, a little tough, but also they were the better team, deserved to win. They end up being the world champions. But, I mean, that run ended January the 19th. And it was less than two months later, the tornado hit, tornadoes, I should say. And then it was roughly a week after that, that everything hit with COVID. And I mean, it's just, it's so hard to believe. This past year feels like it's been 50 years. (laughs) Just the amount of things that have happened. I mean, and you just went through it. I didn't even remember that that playoff run happened in the first part of this calendar year because it feels so attached to a completely different life somehow. And it's just, wow, what a year it has been, Mike Keith. What a year. Well, so you go through and Marcus Mariota is no longer the quarterback here. And that was significant because this was a guy that this franchise had invested so much into, had put on the side of Nissan Stadium. He was on every billboard. He was on your schedule magnet. I mean, he, you know, everything you did. I mean, he was the face of the franchise. And you go into the offseason not knowing who that is going to be because Ryan Tannehill was a free agent. A lot of speculation that the Titans were going to sign Tom Brady. Oh my gosh. Can you believe that was this year? Tom Brady watch. (laughs) Right. And Tom Brady watch was very serious in the eyes of a lot of people. But what's most fascinating about that from our standpoint and to illustrate how 2020 has changed what we do We would probably know by now from somebody how serious the Tom Brady thing was. 
we would have probably had a discussion with somebody who would have said, you know, there was never anything to that, or there was a lot to it, or he wanted too much money, or, you know, whatever it was. We, we would have probably heard that by now. But because we haven't been in the room with anybody, we have no idea if any of that was ever really real or if it was just a media creation. Right. We haven't had the opportunity to get some of that inside scoop that just kind of comes up when you're around people and having those conversations. Well, like signing Vic Beasley and people said, well, why didn't the Vic Beasley thing work out? Why did you cut him and why is he now with the Raiders? I never met Vic Beasley. Mm -mm. I've never talked to Vic Beasley because we, we have been unable to be near players and that has really been a challenge for sort of gathering insight into this football team because there was no off-season program, but we have not been in the same room with a player since everything went on last year during the playoffs. Not been in the room with Mike Vrabel, not been in the room with John Robinson, seen him at practice, hollered from afar, but that's how different it has been. And that's how sequestered that they have had to be. It's unbelievable to me. And I have this thought during games a lot, because, you know, I'm still doing my sideline reporting duties from afar. Now, the amount of people on this Titans roster that I have never met that have no idea that I even work for the ball club, (laughs) you know, and it's, it's nobody's fault, but we're not able to be in those spaces. We're not able to introduce ourselves. So I feel bad talking about, so-and-so's shoulder or knee or whatever, I've never even met the guy. (laughs) Like I'm telling you what just happened to him and kind of talking about his medicals, just a a hair, you know, and I've never even met this man. (laughs) It's an odd feeling. Yeah, it really is. I guess the last normal football thing that we did was the combine. Uh Yep. And Mike Keith, do you remember the conversation that we all had sitting around? COVID is something that's happening in faraway lands. Right. And we were talking about, well, that'll never come here. I mean, what in the world? What a weird thing to be happening across the ocean. Like it it felt like this nebulous European problem. (laughs) And not a few days later, (laughs) over it comes. Well, and, and the whole part of it, too, it, it, was, it was really weird because we got back from the combine and I drove to Memphis the next morning and was doing a, a talk at Memphis University School, MUS. And their head of school got up and he talked about, just want everybody to know if we get, and this is February 29th. He said, if we run into this coronavirus and we we have to go to school remotely, then here's what we will do. And I'm listening to him talk to the students and say that. And I thought, what? And it's funny because, I mean, you know, I've been involved with, with BGA for a long time. BGA was making the same plan. And I, and I, I heard that that afternoon. They actually had an even more detailed plan about how they were going to handle it. And I was just 
listening to this between MUS and reading about what BGA was going to do. And I was like, can this be real? And I mean, obviously, you know, the majority of schools that I've heard of are going back remotely in 2021 to at least start the year. This has become part of a normal way of life that, that we have gone through. And it really makes the fact that we are here at the end of this season and the NFL, knock on wood, and I'm doing it, the NFL has not missed a game. It's remarkable, and I would contend that you can seriously make the case that the NFL MVP is not Aaron Rodgers, it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's not Derrick Henry, it may be Dr. Alan Sills. Yep, I agree with that. Dr. Sills' level-headedness in all of this is what I think has largely brought this. Dr. Sills is an important figure in the NFL for a couple of reasons. And, you know, I know Dr. Sills and I like Dr. Sills, so I'm not completely objective. He's been on the podcast. He's been on the podcast. He's a, he's a wonderful man and he's a great doctor. But the thing that I think is so important about Dr. Sills historically, and we will look back and, you know, history tells a different tale five, 10 years later, but we will look back on him And I think he will be a really important figure in the game because of, A, what he did two years ago about safety, B, what he did during COVID-19, and C, in getting those two things together and handling those two situations, how his credibility with players and coaches and front office people and owners and the league office, that is a hard, hard, you know, sort of that eye of the needle to put the thread through. And because you're, you're saying, well, he works for the league, so we don't want to listen to him because we're the team and the league's not out for us. Or you're the players, you're saying, well, he works for the owners. He doesn't, but he has credibility with every group. Now, I, I, listen, every group's not always happy with him, I'm sure, because you can't. When you're having to work on hard issues, you can't do it. But I think they all believe, Amy, that he does what is best for everybody involved. I think they believe he loves football, that he loves the NFL. He's not trying to kill the game or fundamentally change the game, but that he cares about health and safety and science and players. I really think we've got to tip our hat to him at this moment on December 31st that we're here. Well, and you have to think about the long-term implications of what he's been able to do in the NFL, because what this league has been able to do is now becoming a model for other leagues, for other venues that host big groups of people. I mean, the NFL being able to accomplish what they've been able to accomplish, whether it's isolating guys when there is a case or containing small outbreaks when they do happen by being able to continue to have for the stadiums that do have fans, have them safely come to games and spread out and just all of the different things that we have had to adjust to this season by the NFL finishing a complete season. They're saying it's possible. 
And there are so many things from the National Football League that can be borrowed by other organizations, teams, whatever. Well, and I think we've seen, you know, when the Titans had the outbreak that they did, there were all these reports that the Titans were going to get hammered seven ways to Sunday. And I think they were very wise not to do that because you and I both know all of the people who were involved in sort of the council that handles the Titans COVID. We know the, the medical people, we know the training staff, we know John Robinson well, we know he has a daughter who because of her conditions, she can't get COVID. It cannot happen. So John Robinson's going to take it more seriously than 99.9% of the population because he has a daughter who, I mean, she can't get it. And so he's going to know the right mask. He's going to know the right hand sanitizer. He's going to know about distances. And what does he yell at people at practice? Stay apart. <laughs> distance, distance, distance. And so these people are all very careful, certainly committed to, to doing things the right way. So what happened to the Titans wasn't somebody doing something stupid. And what it showed is this is what can happen even if your best intentions are being followed. And that's what they found out. They probably weren't wearing the masks enough. They got fined for that. A lot of people have been fined for that. But I think they've learned from the league has from every situation and made it better. Yep. That's, what, that's what it feels like. But here we are. It's December 31st and we've played 240 games. We have 16 games to go this weekend. It's the fourth straight year the Titans are playing to get in the playoffs on the final Sunday which is a remarkable accomplishment. It's exciting playing to win the division as they go to Houston. Derrick Henry is completing an amazing calendar year. The Titans have played 18 games in this calendar year. They're 12 and six, by the way, in the 18 games. It's pretty good. Derrick Henry has rushed in those 18 games for 2,223 yards. In the 18 games, in 11 of them, he's had over 100 yards. That might be the most exhausting thing I've heard on this show so far. That's a long way to run. And he just doesn't slow down. He's been amazing. Was named the Tennesseans Sports Person of the Year, which I think was very fitting. Certainly the NFL rushing champion in 2019. He is the NFL rushing champion for 2020. So back-to-back -back rushing titles for the King. And that's exciting for him. He got a contract which was good. Uh, he has a daughter, which excites him even more. It, it's uh, There have been some good things happen for Derrick Henry. I would contend it's as good a year for Ryan Tannehill as it is for Derrick Henry. Yep. I think that's an accurate statement. I agree with that. Titans committed to him with a big contract. As it turns out, it looks like a very economical contract. I mean, it's good money for him, and I'm sure he's excited, but when you look at some of the other deals that have come after and you look at his amount of production, the Henry deal and the Tannehill deal are, are good deals, good, solid contracts. Guys are being paid good money, but I don't think anybody thinks for what they do, they're being overpaid. Nope, not at all. And I mean, 
if you want to talk about bang for your buck, I think that those are two guys that the Tennessee Titans are consistently getting a return on their investment, Mm -hmm. period. And as we move forward into what this next period is in 2021, where we know the cap is going to drop some, is it going to go from 198 to 175 if they add the 17th game and they're able to do a few other things? Does it maybe stay, you know, 185, maybe 190, maybe they work something out, but it's certainly not going up. It's going to go down some, how much we don't know. Having those two players under contract at this moment is so big for this franchise. Absolutely. The tough part is there are going to be a lot of wicked, brutal decisions that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel are going to have to make in 2021. And some of them are going to be 100%, I'm afraid, guys that you don't want to lose, but you just can't pay everybody. How do you do it? You know? Well, if there is a silver lining to that, the silver lining is that other teams are going to be having the same problem. They will also be making cuts to players who are still very capable, highly productive, still have a lot of gas left in the old tank. And that might be beneficial to a team like the Tennessee Titans to fill some holes. So The good news is that there are going to be a lot of good players to pick from because every team's going to be having similar problems. That's a great point. That's 100% dead on. I I also think it may create a market where some guys might take a one-year deal, some free agents, like one of your own guys, whomever you want to say it is. He might say, you know what? I like it here. I like playing for this coach. Let's work out a one-year deal, and I'll take X on a one-year deal, and we'll make it work because if they get the new TV deals done, the NFL, and as we go into 2022, 2023, the numbers in the cap are going to go way up quickly. And so if you're a free agent again in 2022, 2023, you're going to be able to really make some money. Right. If you're smart. If you're smart. And, you know, it's why I think Henry was smart to take the deal he took and Tannehill was smart to take the deal that he took because, A, it's good money. B, it's a it's a fair contract. But this team and their style and what they do really fits those two players. Derrick Henry would be effective anywhere he went, but would he be as effective? Ryan Tannehill knows that certain places he would not be as effective because that's what happened to him in Miami. They're both in the right system. How many guys also decide to make that decision for themselves and sort of bet on themselves to play better in 2021. It It's going to be some, some kind of offseason. This is going to be a wild ride. I think there's going to be a lot of moving pieces. I think that we are going to have many editions of the OTP where we are discussing a variety of offseason stories when we get to that point. I think there's going to be a lot to talk about in 2021. I know what I need to talk about right here. Hey, Titans fans. Get kick before kickoff with Duncan, DD Perks members. Are you? You're a DD Perks member, right? I sure am. Am too. 
DD Perks members can score four times the points on any beverage purchase every time on game day during the regular season when you order ahead on the Duncan app. So Sunday, Titans play against Houston, 325 Central Time, 2 o'clock Central Time air on Titans radio for Titans countdown. So you're going to church, you're coming from church, you're going to see grandma, you're doing whatever, maybe just getting ready for the game. You order on your Duncan app, pick it up, you get four times the points, which gets you free drinks even faster. So download the Duncan app today and order ahead for in-store carryout or drive-through pickup for a quick contactless experience. Just use your phone to order and pay, make Duncan part of your game day ritual and score four times the points to help keep you running all season long. Titans fans run on Duncan. Participation may vary, limited time offer, exclusions apply. We thank Duncan for supporting the OTP. We certainly thank Farm Bureau Health Plans for supporting the OTP. Remind you to look to the folks at Farm Bureau Health Plans when you need someone who understands the X's and O's of healthcare coverage. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. And the show with Coach Mack and the bobbleheads with the OTPQs was a wild success. It really was. I am blown away to this day by how many people participated in that, sending great questions. I'm sure that the people who are receiving their bobbleheads will be excited once they finally arrive. Awesome. So awesome. I cannot thank the OT people enough for getting involved in that. And we're going to Houston. We're going to the entire Titans radio gang. It's going to be an interesting broadcast because every situation has been different this year. At Nissan Stadium, the booth we used for 20 years is not the booth we use anymore. They took our booth and expanded it for coaches. They needed more room for the coaches so they could be socially distanced. So they moved us to another booth and it's turned out great. It's a nice booth. On the road, every situation is different. In some cases, we have not been able to take our whole crew. We have gone without stats. We have gone without a spotter. We've been down two people a couple of times. It's been a challenge. This weekend, no different because in Houston, we are moving to the opposite side of the stadium from where we normally broadcast, which means when the official comes up to say, holding on the Texans, we will be looking at his back. Oh, no. It's like the Miami situation. But the difference is we can't say this is 2020 because it'll actually be 2021. Yeah, but it still is part of the 2020 vibe. Like, But you know what? We're there. Mm-hmm. And that's all that counts. I, I mean, you could, whatever you want to do to us, however you want to work us over, don't care as long as we are there, which is why you have, uh, I hope, not heard complaints from our staff. You've heard some stories because people are interested to hear the stories. They have asked, you know, how has it been different? And people have wondered how we go about our jobs. And it's, it's really no different than how you go about your job, whatever you do. You just say, well, you, you've had to be accepting of the flexibility. And it's just part of it. If you if you let it wind you up, you just make it worse on yourself, right? Right. And I am so thankful that we have been able to travel this season. I mean, when we started the regular season, 
we were just taking it a game at a time. And that's kind of how we have approached this whole season because we didn't know what was around the next corner. So the fact that we have been able to be at every Titans road game this season, that we've been able to be at every Titans home game feels like a pretty big victory. That is something that it was important to us as the Titans radio group to do whatever we could to try and be there to tell the story of what was going on. It felt like a really important thing to do. And I know that a lot of teams haven't had that same opportunity. And so I am very grateful that we were able to find a way and it's been weird and there have been some funny little challenges and there's been a lot of funny other things that have happened. It's been it's been a crazy year, but it's also been one of the most fun because everybody is just trying to figure it out as we go. Well, I was thinking about that very thing you said when we were driving back to the hotel after the game the other night. We couldn't get out of Green Bay Sunday night because the game was late, so we left Monday morning. And driving back to the hotel, it had snowed four inches. Yeah. At yeah. least. Mm-hmm. But it was like in the low 20s, so the snow had frozen on the road. And it was an interesting drive back. <laughs> it was challenging. And I just thought to myself, yeah, this is how it has to be, right? I mean, this is, it would only make sense that, you know, because it snowed and because it's Sunday night, so they haven't scraped the roads yet or anything. I mean, it's just, it's been like crazy town. Oh, everything has been like crazy town. I mean, that us driving back to a hotel in a snowstorm felt like one of the least bananas thing. Like at least that made sense because we were in Wisconsin and that's (laughs) that's what happens in December there. But I mean, we have taken planes, trains and automobiles this year. We have stayed in hotels all over the country. It feels like, I mean, we have, we've done it all. We've seen it all (laughs) and it's been wild. But the motivation has been for the OT people and the rest of the fans and just the kind of the encouragement that we've gotten from them at different times has been the biggest thing that's kept everybody going. And so to everybody listening to this, whether you're an OT person, an OTP subscriber, or you're listening for the first time, thank you. You know, thank you for saying, hey, we, we appreciate what you're doing. We enjoy the broadcast. Coach Max had a fabulous year. I mean, he's been just on his game. He has been a uh, an all-pro performer all year. Our entire staff has done a great job just pulling everything off and thinking of creative ways. You know, we had issues with getting our stuff back to the studio last week because the phone lines were not available at the radio station due to the bombing on Christmas morning. And so they had, our guys had to figure out another way and they did it. And they've been doing that all year and and just can't thank them enough for, for just figuring out a way to make it happen. It has not been perfect, but it's not been from a lack of trying that it, it, I mean, that's not the reason. And those, those gentlemen have done a remarkable job and I will be forever grateful to them as I am to the fan base. This year 
I, th I think more than anything else has made me appreciate this job even more. I always have, and I always have enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed two and 14. I've enjoyed three and 13. I will say three and 13 is better. <laughs> Winning the Sunday would be better. I'm not going to lie, but I mean, I love what I do and I love being able to call NFL games, but this year, if it's possible, it has made me more thankful and more appreciative. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent, Mike Keith. This is the greatest job in the whole world. And we are so fortunate to be able to do what we do. And I'm thankful for every human who listens and interacts and sends messages and emails and questions and tweets and every single person. We are the lucky ones. How do people follow you on Twitter? At Titans Amy, A-M-I-E. That's me on Twitter. Like the Pure Prairie League song. My Keith, that's the song I was named after. Did you know that? I actually did, but... Yep. I often tell when people ask how your name is spelled, if I make that reference, they're like, oh, yes. Oh, yep. yeah. A-M-I-E, I get it. It's a great tune. I don't know about that. It's a great song. <laughs> sure, yeah, it really is. Yeah, right. Hopefully you'll follow Amy on Twitter and you'll keep up with what all we've got going. And hopefully we'll go win a division on Sunday for you. Because Titans fans deserve a hat and a T-shirt year. Get yourself the 2020 AFC South champion hat or t-shirt. I'm sure they'll produce those. They do those every year. And those are fun to have. No, we want more than that. We want an AFC championship hat or t-shirt and then Super Bowl. You know, that would be better, but this would be a good start. I am in the hat and t-shirt game throughout the playoffs. I want yes. them all. Want them all. So thank you to Ashley Farrell for what she does for the OTP. And thank you again to Farm Bureau, our sponsor. Thank you, Amy Wells. Outstanding job by you this year. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. This is sort of the year-end wrap-up. Even though the football year is not over, the year 2020 is. Happy New Year, everybody. For Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith. And thanks for joining us for the TP and a Barking It's still 2020, Mike. It's still 2020. Where the legends go, everybody knows it's our house Fighting for Tennessee, making history Greatness is meant to be ours now Hey, we got Titan blood running through our veins